the Cellar, the board gaming podcast featuring authentic board game conversations. I'm Steven, your host, and tonight I was joined by John and Chris to revisit Wings for the Baron. And here's my wife to tell us about Wings for the Baron, because she didn't get to the first time. Well. Well. Wings for the Baron, designed by Dave Towson, was first published by Victory Point Games in 2015. At the time of this recording, Wings for the Baron has a 7.5 rating with 268 ratings on BoardGameGeek and has a ranking of 4,753. It is a 1-5 player light complexity game that should play in about 90 minutes. So thank you for joining us in the cellar as we go in-depth again with Wings for the Baron. All right, so we're revisiting Wings for the Baron. Standard game. And this time we're going to play the standard game, which is just the fighter. Yeah. So, John, you want to go go over the differences besides just the fighter of the (laughs) standard and the campaign game? Uh, So, um, largely the same game. You play the same cards. All that sort of thing goes the same way. In the version that we played the first time we recorded on this game, you had three different airplanes you were driving for, and different things allowed you to advance the technologies on the three different kinds of airplanes. This was the standard game, and in this, there's only the fighter plane. And for each advancement in technology you can make on your fighter plane, there is a specific card that you need to play. And and when it comes time to award contracts, the only way you're getting contracts is by having a good fighter. So you're much more head-to-head in this version of the game because anything that somebody else is getting, they're getting at your expense. Mm -hmm. Whereas in the other game, you could be good at bomber, everybody else could be good at fighter, and you are gold. You could have the worst fighter in the world, you could pick up bomber contracts, you could pick up recon contracts, and you could find a way to get by. That doesn't wash in this game. In this game, it's about having the best fighter, so everybody is going head-to-head on that particular technology set. Yeah, and the rule is that you have to be within 10 effectiveness of the allied bomber. Otherwise, Allied you, fighter, yes. Allied fighter, excuse me. You have to be within 10 effectiveness of the allied fighter. Otherwise, you don't get to take contracts. Yeah, you get nothing. So it's really, it's really kind of cutthroat in how... Well, first off, you only have two actions this time around instead of three. Right, that too. So you really got to make good use of your actions, and you got to make good use of what other players have played before you. So espionage, I think, really comes into play, or at least in my mind, espionage comes really into play. But then again, with espionage, you don't get to upgrade your effectiveness. So there's this... It's it's a much tighter mix. It's a much more, oh, I, I only have this much to work with. I You have to find a way to make every card play or every card pay when you're doing it on, on the standard game with just the fighter. And and I, I, the more I talk about this on the internet with other people, there's a crowd that seems to really enjoy the more advanced game, the campaign game, I think they call it. And another crowd that really enjoys this uh, this standard game. And the first time we recorded on this, we recorded on the campaign game. So this time we're going to do it on the standard game, and once that is done, we'll shake this out and we'll we'll kind of compare and contrast to how things went went last time. Welcome everybody to our May gaming extravaganza. It's a pretty significant thing that Wings for the Baron is the first game that we're pulling out to play for this weekend's gaming. 
Yeah. So um, typically every year, um, the last couple of years, it's been odd because of, you know, COVID. And then I wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't present last year because I had a one year old at home, but um, you know, for what, seven years running, we had, it was 12 years ago on Thanksgiving when Paul had a massive heart attack and we had always talked about getting together and playing some of the epic games that we wanted to play instead of the smaller games, lighter games. We always had these games that we wanted to play. So we decided we were going to go ahead and do it. And it was a bit in Paul's honor. And so we've been going for uh, 12 years now. It's 12 years. Wow. Yeah. But it is kind of interesting that not only is this the first game that we've pulled out for this, uh, this gaming retreat, it's also the first game that we've revisited during the podcast. So yeah, let that kind of point out to you how fantastic we think this game is either version. Now I've not actually played the standard version. Uh, I am one of those people that John was talking about that prefers the campaign version. I just like the, I like the extra options because sometimes the cards don't come up in your favor and you do fall behind. I also like the fact that there's three actions to take. Uh, well, it's nice to be able to have everything all the time. Yes, exactly. I, I'm pretty sure I've never played this version either. I've seen it. We've talked about really? it. Yeah. I wonder who I played it with then. Yeah, I think you've played it with James. I think mm-hmm. you've probably played it with Sam. Okay, well, if this is the first time for you guys, I'm going to be real interested Actually, to see how this rolls. I think the I think you also played it with Kyle that one time at the Gameathon at Games and Stuff. Okay. So okay, well let's see how it goes. And I'll I'll be very interested to hear your opinions if both of you have never done this before. So this is this is going to be an interesting play for both of you, I think. All right. So um, again, the the differences are we're only doing one plane. Um, all the card plays the same. Uh, we only get two actions. So one yeah. gets a double up, but other yeah, than that. there's always there's the the one double action and then one single action. So yeah, we'll see how we'll see how it goes. We'll let you uh, we'll. Let you, and we'll let you know what we think about the standard. Let's play. So the war has ended, and Germany has lost all of its morale. Gentlemen, let's talk Wings for the Baron. If this was the Wings for the Baron that I played the first time, I wouldn't have played it again. Wow, wow that's a harsh criti- criticism. It was very frustrating. You need the bombers. You need the recons to give an outlet for when you start to get behind. And the cards don't have to match exactly what's on there. They have the little icons, the bomber or the recon icon on them. So you can build a plane. I got stuck in a rut where I couldn't add anything more to my plane. So so keep in mind that you finished the game with the second best fighter. Yes. Okay. But... I wasn't able I mean, to. I just think you probably had a negative experience because, I mean, I had the best fighter. I won the game. I would probably play it this way again um, for a couple of dis- different reasons that we'll go into a minute. Um, John, why don't you give your, like, overview of the standard game? Okay. You mean of this play right now? Yeah. Do, do you do you think the standard game is still your preferred style? The, the, or the, okay. So the first of all, the standard game is is simpler. So mm-hmm. there's there's less just brain stress when you're when you're running through all of it. You don't have to try and measure up three or four different things. Um, what what I found you playing it tonight, and I had some bad card draws. You had bad card draws too, Chris. But that's part of playing games with cards. 
Um, there's much more of a seat of your pants. There's much more of a you're kind of living on the edge in this version of the game. You you don't have you know Papa's money to back you up if things don't go well. You've got this is your one thing, and this is what's going to make it work. And um, I felt that I really found ways to kind of wring it out in order to stay in this game. Got some good die rolls on the award contracts phase. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Yeah, you uh, rolled six, like three times, two or maybe three, three times in a row. It was at least three. Yeah. Was at and, least three. And, by, and and I stole your ace, which meant that really paid having mm-hmm. that into the mix as well. But um, um, I I just find this game is much more edgy. I'm much more. You know, I got to watch the end. Things are coming, and there's 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 much more energy in this than the bigger game, which just it feels more methodical to me and it feels a little more open it feels like there's a it's like a a free roam game instead of this one where you're locked down where you have to build the fighter and i I have to play sam's part on here like when you're saying it doesn't take the brain power well now i'm reading the entire card and i'm trying to figure out how can i use this card Uh, you know i i will give you that is that the the lower half of the card suddenly becomes every bit as important as the top half of the card actually because because in the in the the campaign game with the three with the three planes, it's very rare that you actually look at the bottom of the card, which is the action portion of the card. Because you need to keep marching airplanes. You forward. need to keep building your airplanes, yeah. and that's on the top part of the card. Now, with the standard game, suddenly you have a hand of cards for technology that you don't need. So then you start looking at the action to see if any of that's useful to you. And then you start looking at the technologies that you do need, but have really powerful actions, and you get a, you have a really interesting decision to make on some of these yeah. cards. Yeah. So for me, I think the secret to my success was I essentially spent like the first three rounds doing nothing but research, getting a full hand of cards. Right. And then I espionaged everything that y'all were doing for me. So for the first three turns, I had the worst fighter. Like I was picking up pittance for contracts. The first turn, had I not won the tiebreaker, I wouldn't have even gotten a contract. And then the second turn, I think I might've gotten one as well, but then I turned it up and I was able to build the fighter that I have in about three turns total. Right, and suddenly you had a competitive fighter along with the other two yeah, of us. Yeah, and essentially, none of us were able to, we never caught back up to him. Yeah, and at that point, all I was doing was banking uh, no, and building no, no, factories. I, I wouldn't go that far because for, there was a patch in the middle there where I had best fighter, even though he had already done his his mm-hmm. his big lift. So, so I, I I I think I was doing okay with him up through the middle um, until I got some some poor card draws. But yeah, you 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 spent the time early to get a bunch of research cards in your hand so that you could start wiggling them in the way so you wanted to So part of the go. other part was because I was false and had the 3 plus 1 bonus actions. Yeah. Every time I did a design, I did a 3 design. Yeah. So every time I every time I took the design action, it was the most efficient design action that could be taken. And, and you that's got to roll what, those extra dice, which and, meant you always had the best airplane yeah, that you were. And so get. that way, I was, I was, I wasn't incrementally improving my fighter. I was leapfrogging my fighter, yeah. and that's kind of. I where. played Fokker, which gives you a talented engineer to start the game, and that's that, that gives can't you a, be stolen. Yeah, that cannot be stolen. So you're, I have him the entire time, and 
the the nice thing about that is when I designed my plane, I would get to roll two dice mm-hmm. and take the higher number of right. the two. So the chances of me having a better plane early were there, but that was negated by both of you having a talented engineer yeah, but come out. We, we we took an action to get that talented engineer. Those were those were design cards we could have used for other things. So so I mean there 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 is a, a give and take there. And yes, you're you're right that that, that is a, a disadvantage. I mean yours is you get what extra research cards. I get to pull one extra research card, but I have to discard. Right. So so I, I end up with the same number of cards, but I get some choice. But in this particular play, I kept pulling doubles. I got double triplane, which I didn't want. I got double monoplane, which I didn't want. I got double thick wings when I already had thick wings. So I kept, I kept getting these doubles that weren't doing me any good. Now, um, uh, for espionage, I got thick wings for free, which is a really hard one to steal because one of the special actions underneath one of those cards was your espionage works automatically. You got a friend in a high place that steals it for you. So um, there were places where I was able to to bump up the quality of my fighter. I was able to kind of keep things rolling by doing those sorts of little wheeler dealer pieces on the bottom end of the cards. But towards the end, you use one of those bottom ends to bump your fighter one spot better than mine. So for the rest of the battle, for the rest of the, the game, you got to be in position number two selecting contracts, and I was stuck being in third. And But you did have an ace, which allowed you to yeah. bump up two on your political. Right, and, and, and I had to steal him from Steven, again, by using the bottom of the, of the research yeah. card. And yeah, then well, you rolled three sixes in a row, row which kind of... Right, so, so, I, so, I, didn't roll so well. I didn't roll so well for the banks, but I sure did real well as, as far as getting the awards contracts. That's for sure. I, I would play this game again. Um, different strategy than what I started out with. Um, my preference is to play the one with the bomber and the recons. Just because I felt like the cards were totally taken out of it, and it just... It felt frustrating that I had like three cards that, okay, I've already got the, I've already got the tech, I've already. Right. So, but there's another talented engineer here. And if you'd grabbed another talented engineer. But I can't, you can only have one. Add a talented engineer to your player, Matt, if you do not already have one. Yeah. So you only have one, so it's not like I can get an right. extra Right, so, so, so that car was not helping you. That's Agile, I could add 1D3 to contracts, but you guys were. Um, Wasn't necessarily doing you any good because it was helping everybody. You know, exactly. I could see that. Yeah. And then dual machine guns and cantilevered wings I already well, had. Well, but, I mean, it's the bottom that I'm looking at on the cards, I think, is the more interesting part. Right. Of this one is a sabotage. I tried it, but nobody did design. And then this one I just drew where I would gain three factories, and everybody else would gain two. <laughs> oh, that's true. So, yeah, but, I mean, we were at a point where we probably wouldn't be able to fill those factories where you, on the other hand, would have greatly benefited from having the extra factories. Yeah, especially with you being the second airplane. You might have done okay with all of that. I think I might have done okay, too. There was, for a little while there in the middle, I was giving stuff up that I could not, I could not fulfill, that I, would have, that I would have done better. But um, all in all, having the, the, you know, drawing an extra research card and discarding one when you're getting the same card is sort of an academic exercise. Um, but that's, that's, that's how it goes. I mean, sometimes you get good cards, sometimes you get bad. I had a turn in the beginning where I managed to combine espionage and design and got a real nice lift on my airplane. So I can't complain about that. But then I kind of stalled out while you guys continued to keep marching along. So that's why I ended up in, in the end, I ended up with the worst airplane, not by a lot, but the last two, three, maybe four turns, I was getting contracts last. And the only reason I even had a shot at, seeing where Steven was, was because I had some great roles on mm-hmm. award contracts, right? My, my, yeah. my bank runs weren't as good, but I had, I had some great roles on award contracts. So, 
You were able to bank all your money, though. I don't think there was ever a time that you oh, had. Oh, no, I, I was leaving money behind. Yeah, and at, at one point when I had six paper marks, I, I doubled bank because I just I needed to get it done because it just yeah. nothing was going So, on. I mean, all in all, you ended up on the same side of the board score-wise with, with Stephen, right? Yeah, you ended on the bottom the bottom track. Uh, yeah, we I always, did end up on the bottom track. We always like to turn two corners on our uh, when we score. Um, one of the things that I found interesting that hasn't happened for us in a while is the game ended with the Germans losing via morale. Right. Where normally uh, the game ends with hyperinflation the last few times that we've played. Yeah. yeah. So inflation didn't actually happen much at all. Much Three at all. Um, four times. Yeah, it happened four times. Well, four times at the end. The and fourth time was at the we never end. rolled a six, so it was never 50%. So, and, and to be fair... In this version of the game, there typically is less turns, or at least it feels that way. Is that is that true? No, because the war status would drive it the same either way, wouldn't it? So that must not be true. It just, this game just feels shorter. This the standard version of the game feels shorter to me. It does. You know, well, the turns are taking a little bit longer with the bomber and the recon and figuring things out. So is it just is it just about the upkeep? Is that is that what makes the game feel longer? I think so because we were going through the turns pretty quick. When you have a bomber yeah. and recon, seems you know, to I'm looking more. at what's left of the war status phase, and I think it feels like um, I guess there's five cards here. I guess that's about where we end. Usually with like two or three cards left, so it might have gone. Might have been a little shorter. A little shorter, just you know, based on who was winning the morale the morale game at the time at the time. Right. Um, but yeah, usually. I know in the last two games we played, hyperinflation killed us. And then I know like one time I played years ago where the Allies lost, and that was really cool because you got to keep all of your paper marks. Yeah. So I have a score of like 70, and it's like, how do you score 70? It only goes up to 47 on this on the <laughs> boards. But, um, yeah, so it, it was just worth mentioning because this isn't the way the game typically ends the, when we play it. I thought that was I thought it was cool that we were able to keep all of our money hmm. and get the high scores. All right. Well, I, I we should write that down on the inside of the box. These are it's not my it's, it's, it's not box to write on the inside of. But yes, we we have we, written we on the that. inside of this box. Yeah. Um. It's it. I I think it's a different enough game. It, it to me the standard game feels very different from the campaign game which is more or less the basic and the advanced version of the game i can agree with so, that and and i i still think i prefer this one a little bit i'm fine playing the other one as well i think both of them are very good games but you've you've won me closer to being even i think i would be down to play either version at this point because okay. the like you said the running gear is a little bit different because with with just the standard game you're really looking at the the actions where you just don't do that yeah, yeah. They and it was pretty. They're, they're maybe really, nice to have. Yeah, it's really interesting how the actions interact too, because it's not just you know gain a token here, gain some dice there. It's you know you're blowing up factories and you're doing industrial sabotage and decreasing the player the plane's effectiveness. Stealing and pilots. Stealing pilots yeah. and stealing you know political influence from people. It's you know it, it adds it adds a narrative to the game where the 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 um campaign game is just more kind of mechanical because 
you're really just pulling the levers to get those three planes as the right. best that you can to, to score points. Well, this isn't that hard to set up, so we could just set it up again. and. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think good. we got this done in less than an hour. Yeah, it was like 45 minutes. Yeah, this is this. it certainly played. It, there's just less going on on each turn, so things go quicker. Yeah. And towards the end where we were... Essentially doing build and bank, build and bank. I mean, at that point, that goes real fast. Yeah, we were just we were speeding through the, yeah. through the last few turns. All right, so I was the victor. Um, not to toot my own horn, but toot, toot. Um, so I'll do the BGG thing and give the, the 1 to 10 rating because, you know, that's, that's what we do here at Games from the Cellar. And... I guess what I'm going to do is compare this to the campaign game. No, you know what? Scratch that. I'm going to treat this as if it's its own game. So Wings for the Baron, the standard game, is a really fun experience that, you know, it really moves along. And I like that. Like, we got a game in under 45 minutes. Everything about it flowed. There wasn't a lot of downtime. We weren't waiting around. Nobody was really getting bored or kind of you know, looking at their phones or their watch or whatever. And you got the opportunity to actually use the whole card of the technology events, the technology event cards, Mm -hmm. which I thought was really cool because, you know, before, like I said, kind of ignore them. And so, you know, as I mentioned, it it brings a narrative to the game that uh, the other one doesn't. Um. And, you know, I think I'm changing my mind a little bit. I think this one's going to eke out the campaign game. And I can't believe I'm saying that, but I I guess I have to give this a seven just because I think this now is my preferred version. The more you think about it. The more I think about it. Because, like I said, it introduces that narrative. And I like the fact that I can, you know, assassinate somebody's pilot or... you stole a pilot from me and and in this version of the game that makes a much bigger difference because oh, yeah. you can't just say it really doesn't matter because my bomber is going to fill all my factory orders anyway. yeah and yeah, you know i was i was actually really sad when you took him because you know he was he was he was being very influential in the the politics of the german whatever and he was getting me a lot he, of extra contracts dollars yeah so um yeah, I think I like the standard game better. Now, granted, I'll never turn down a campaign game, but uh, I think that's where I'm at with this. So, yeah. and I think that's sort of consensus that both of them are very good games. So, we're, so we're 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 kind of picking, you know, it's yeah. I mean, it's both both games are sevens all day long. Yeah. like you cannot argue that the campaign game is not a seven. You cannot argue that the standard game is not a seven. These games. They're both fantastic. It's a horse race. And yeah. you, like, you got to find a copy. It, <laughs> I understand. I, I can't keep saying that, but one of your friends somewhere has a copy, and you yeah. need to play it. Yeah, find one. Um, find one. If you go to a convention, see if you can find one. Ask around. It's just such a great game. I, I agree with you that it, it's basically like we're playing two separate games. Mm-hmm. So if you think about this game as a separate from the advanced game the campaign game yeah. this definitely i mean i liked it and i did get some bad card draws and i kind of got some bad dice rolls um so that could have changed around but yeah i mean it was definitely two separate games I, I like how you put the analogy it's a being a separate game from the advance but i'm still more on the advance than this copy of yeah it. so I'll play, this, I'll play this again and if you put a number on this one to ten 
Oh, it's not my turn to rate. I mean, you're 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 kind of on a roll. Keep going, man. I was going to say. <laughs> you know, I give it a, a solid seven. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I, li- I liked it. I mean, I, I like Wings for the Baron. Whenever it comes out on the table, it excites me. I was looking forward to playing this one, and it just I just felt like Fokker fell flat. Boom, boom, boom. Nice work with the alliteration. <laughs> I've got to work in Halberstadt Flugenwerken somehow. It's not going to work. <laughs> I mean, at least you can say it. <laughs> Assuming it's right. Like, I have faults and then just a string of letters that I can't even begin I to... I think that's Flugenwerke. Flugen... Flugenwerke. 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 We're going to need Vanna White here because yeah, she need to buy a vowel. I'm, I'm going to have to ask Adrian because, yeah. you know, she's our resident German expert. Yeah. <laughs> It'll take her six minutes just to uh, say that name. No, she'll just look at it and be like, it's Faust Flugenwerke. Of course. Like, right. Come on. You can't say it. As- <laughs> it's 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 just like it's spelled. It's that you say it just like it's spelled. Uh, so all right. So so I, I remain. I'm the guy that keeps trying to get people to play this version more. And the, the the thing I will say, you know, years ago I had a buddy I used to play baseball with, and he used to say, you know, sometimes the runs just come when you're playing the game. Other times you have to find ways to manufacture them. And in this game, I felt in this particular play, I felt I was really having to find ways to manufacture success. That you know, a couple of cards didn't go my way. I needed to steal a, a, a pilot. I needed to burn down somebody else's factories. I needed to find a way to inch my plane forward just in in order to stay in to it and from that perspective i think this game is much more of a uh uh work with what you got play by the seat of your pants find a way to make things work even though the cards aren't falling the way you want them yeah that was that wasn't really nice of you to burn down two of my factories i i felt personally attacked and well i was personally attacked i was going to say you shouldn't just feel it 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 actually was i mean it kind of made me sad but you know arson (laughs) i won in the end who cares Yes, right. So, <laughs> you, he burned down your factories. He stole your pilot. Right, right. Yeah, I mean. Shot your dog and stole your Bible. I mean, mm. what else could I do to make it worse? But, <laughs> um, so I, I just, I feel that this is a game where you've got a much smaller toolkit and you've got to find a way to make those tools work. And I, and I just find that that um, not only challenges me more, but I find there's a, a, um, there's an energy to that. There's something that it brings to the game that you're sitting on the edge of your seat saying, I got to find a way to make this work. This is all I got to work with. Let's see what I can do. Whereas the advanced game, it's like, look, I got so much stuff in my back pocket that this just doesn't matter that much. Everything I'm doing is long haul. In this version of the game, you've got to play for the end of this turn. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got to make every turn count. So I think there's more energy to this game the way you play it. Um, and that's, I think, part of it just being smaller. The fact that it actually takes less time. I think the game just feels like it shows up, hits you, and is and is back off of the table before you you get a chance to really get um, um, overwhelmed by all the bits and pieces that are going on. So that's why I think I've tended to like this game better. And you know, I'll be honest with you, you guys have kind of talked me into well, the big, big, you know, the bigger game. Maybe that's that's the way to go. We play this again tonight, and I'm like, yeah, there's that energy back. I can feel it again, even with my bad card draws. I'm sitting there finding ways to make things work, and that's that's the kind of gaming. That but he I says like. that he had bad card draws, but yet he destroyed factories. I mean, he yeah, stole he, he couldn't. He yeah, got he had a talented a, engineer. It was. I mean, you had some things that could make it work. I mean, I kind of felt like uh, you, okay, I've already got cards. All my cards were things that I had already developed. 
So there's not, and then it was I, I, War I, says I could look at the War status card, or I could th- add three you, contracts. You know, that, yeah, if if the game had gone on another turn, that could have actually been somewhat interesting. But yeah, you're right, and and I'll appreciate that you're sitting here with four cards sitting in front of you at the end of the game that were of no value whatsoever. Yeah, largely I, worthless. Yeah, I I have no cards left, and you know, burning down two factories from Steven, Yeah, that's good. It's not helping me. It's slowing him down a little bit, but it's not helping me. And and in the big picture things, I knew that was not going to win me the game. That said, you find ways to get your little pieces. And I and I just uh, and you know like you know you're right. Sometimes you get cards that just don't work so well. And and the top half of my cards did nothing for me. So and that's why I'm saying that I had some bad cards. And the fact that I kept drawing doubles just seemed absurd. Just the way the cards got shuffled out. If but, I was going to play this game again, I would spend spend more time on research cards because those could have helped yep. considerably. Yeah, and I, and I kept saying I got to get back to research and design. I got to bump my airplane up one more time. But as the game was coming to an end, it's like I I can't let go. I got to keep building. I've got or I, I've got to keep cashing in. So yeah, I I <clears throat> I knew from the start that. I wasn't well. I didn't have ailerons first and foremost, so there wasn't like a there wasn't a clear path for me to design. I did have a better engines card, however, and I held on to it because I knew that if one of you built it, I could then espionage it, and then I had three cards that I could throw down all at once. Yeah. So in one turn, I espionaged uh better wings and then i threw down better wings to dual machine guns and then ailerons because i did end up drawing it and so like i said every time i did a design i did three cart i did three designs right because you have those bonus actions because i had those bonus actions that's a that's a pretty sweet Mm add-on i'll be honest with you yeah that that um those are worth their weight in gold or especially in that middle part of the game where mm -hmm. you where you get a chance to really get your airplane out ahead of everybody else's yeah yeah i usually prefer either um haverstadt with the extra research car draw Mm -hmm. or um is it which is the one that starts with four bank with albatross yeah albatross with the the four factories those are the two that I personally think are the strongest abilities, but uh, I think faults kind of this play of faults kind of uh, sure worked. Yeah, it sure worked. Well, you picked sure a strategy did. that worked very well and executed it very well. Well, I mean, again, the the card draw. I had a lot better card draw than you guys did. Yeah, if you got In stuck with a bunch of agile and ailerons and thick wings, there's not much you could do. Yeah. You're going to be destroying John's factories and stealing my talented engineer. Yeah. All right, so did you give us a number, John? This is a fine, fine seven. Flying high fine seven. As they come. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, any parting words uh, for Wings for the Baron? So th- there's there's a there's a gentleman out there, and I, I hope he's listening because developing version three. He needs to. Yeah. He's he's working on uh, version three, and I hope he hears this and knows that. You know, there are people that love this game, and I hope that, you know, we drum up some interest in this game so that it kind of lights that yep. fire and gets him to uh, to come out with version 3 because, yes, we have two copies of version 2 in our collection. I don't personally own one. I'll be the first in line to buy version 3. Yeah, and I think it's it's worth it. If, if, 
it's World War One era. It's not a war game. It's a historic kind of thing. If you're an engineering nerd, if you like airplanes, all of that works into this picture as well. It's just a neat package. And um, if, if any of that sort of stuff interests you, it's probably worth going in and looking at some of its stuff out on the internet. And um, find the threads where they're talking about republishing this game. Get in there and say, hey, go for it. I'm interested in something like this. This would be neat. One of the things I do like about playing this game is I do like playing it with John. Because mm-hmm. John adds color commentary to the cards. Like, you see, oh, this is the battle of this. Is Oh, man, we got our butts whooped on that one. <laughs> or, man, that was a good day. And it's just those little bits of trivia or stuff that you... The just flare. historical knowledge that yeah. Chris I'm, and I I'm, don't I'm, have. It brings it to life. I'm the color guy on the broadcast. You are. Yeah. So, if you get yeah. a chance, play with John. <laughs> he has a copy. <laughs> it's not complete, but... <laughs> Actually, what we could do is... You know, for a uh, for a Patreon bonus, we could have John <laughs> pull each card and then <laughs> give a commentary for it. We get Jen, John to go to Gen Con or Origins or no, something. No, I'm not volunteered for that. Uh, but See if you could beat the real Baron. I guess the 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 real the real rub here is. So the the real thing here is, this looks like a war game. It is not a war game. It no, is a war-themed game. Yeah, this it's an is, engine builder. This is a Euro engine builder through and through. Yeah. If you like games like Fifty First State and Imperial yeah. Settlers, or, or even even Catan or Eclipse, I mean that whole crowd mm-hmm. where you're building that sort of thing going like, on. Yeah, just anything where you're constantly improving your machine. If yeah. those are your types of games, this is it. This is it. So, all right, we're gonna leave it with that because you know. I think we've said enough between two episodes on Wings for the Baron. Play it again in six months and we'll do it all over again. John, Chris, and I thank you for joining us in conversation about the standard game of Wings for the Baron. You can join us in conversation by visiting our website, gamesfromthecellar.com, where you can find links to our social media and Discord server. The Pick Our Play poll for June is now open until May 31st. Join us in our Discord to nominate and vote the game you want us to play in June. We look forward to hearing from you. you.